I came from outside, Steve. That's how I got here, Tim. <laughs> and it was almost dark. What's your right. opinion of changing time twice a year? Well, Some, I, it's becoming a, more of a debatable issue now. I hear more and more people say, just pick one and stay with it. I don't really care, but I don't a lot either. of people do. I, I, I do feel that way. About uh, the only complaint that I, that I hear, well... I do hear a lot of people talk about walking to their car in the dark after work, uh, particularly women, and I get that. And uh, I, I think that's probably something that should be considered, but I do wish we would pick one and stay with it. Well, if you don't walk your car, talk, walk to your car in the dark going out, you're going to walk to the car in the morning, <laughs> probably in the dark. At some point in time in December, is it the 21st, the shortest day of the year? Uh, I think that's correct, yes. At sir. some point in time... Daylight is just not going to be there enough to make that work. And, of course, what happens if you're in Alaska when they have only, what, three hours of daylight? I don't talk to people in Alaska. (laughs) I'm telling you what I've heard. Well, I'm I'm with you. I I, I don't really care. Uh, I'm used to it. But uh, I I, I just assume they pick one, stay with it. uh, My guess is at some point in time, not too far down the road, that may happen. Just sensing that. Well, you're from a state that uh, – Not all the counties in Indiana recognize Indiana it. Indiana is really weird. Yeah. I mean, there's there's one or two counties in Indiana, my understanding is they don't change at all. Right. Because they don't have to. And so they're, they're, they, they've got to be in a mess. And, of course, Eastern Time is basically in the state of Indiana. So I grew up that way. But, yeah, you're, you're right. Going through, going through Kentucky is a split just like Tennessee is. But Indiana, I'm pretty sure, is for the most part all Eastern – Eastern time. Uh, you know, you can really get in a mess with 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 time zones, and and with the, with the, with the daylight savings time. I know Arizona has a, a lot of it that, that does not recognize it, and and I've heard the complaint about farmers and and milking cows and so forth that the cows don't have any idea what time it is, <laughs> and it, it has to be done at the same time for the farmer and the cow every day, and it makes a difference what the clock says. The, the cows cannot turn until I thought Well, I thought you said the cow and the farmer need to get together to well, milk at the same time. I think that's pretty right. Well, yes, I think that's probably true. I, I've got a, a good friend of mine who uh, told many humorous stories really kind of about this kind of thing, not the daylight savings time necessarily, but the time zone. And he lived he lived in South Pittsburgh uh, uh, or somewhere in that, neighbor, in that area. Anyway, he was in central time. But he worked in Chattanooga, so it was an hour drive. So if he if he started to work at eight, then he had to leave at six to get there by seven, which was actually eight, right? Well, their time. <laughs> yes. But when he got off, he got he, off. He got, at, off, got home the same time he left. Exactly. He got off at four. He was home at yeah, four. Yeah, you, you get on a flight that's not too far down the road, changing time. You actually beat yourself. You know, leave at one o'clock, get there at twelve fifty-five. Well, my grandmother told me one time she flew from Atlanta to Nashville, and she got off the plane before she actually got on it. I thought, okay, how do we get into this? This I don't is a know. sports talk show. You know that. We, I, not I do that, know that. Not that we have anything to talk about in sports for sure. I'm hoping Jeff Neal does call in today. I wanted to ask him a question because he and I had a long talk Saturday about various things, all kinds of stuff, and he's got a little information I want him to. Well, I'd like for somebody, Jeff is fine, but I'd like for somebody else to call in as well, 893-1450, put a 615 in front of it now, I guess you have to do that. Jeff, if Mm -hmm. if you're not convinced that a quarterback is important to a football team, the last few weeks probably should tell you something. Middle Tennessee, a true freshman quarterback who had never taken a meaningful snap in his life, He's thrown into the fire, I mean, really, literally, with Western Kentucky. And at points he looked pretty good. At points he didn't look so good. And didn't get a lot of help from some receivers who dropped some balls and all that kind of stuff. But that said, uh, Aaron Rodgers in a turmoil in Green Bay doesn't play. Green Bay goes sinking down the the tubes. Uh, So quarterbacks are extremely important. Tennessee. First quarterback that they had wasn't getting the job done. They got a great quarterback playing now that in Tennessee's winning ball games, but they probably would have won if just Hypel had put the, the, the quarterback that's playing now for them. So, most important player on the field, and, and let, let's even talk about the Titans, who didn't lose their quarterback; they lost their best player, and still go out and beat the Rams on the road. Right. I'm I, not sure if that happens if Tannehill's out. Really, even though he's not the best player, he is the quarterback. I hadn't even thought of it in that direction, and I think you're probably right. I doubt. It, I doubt if they win without Tannehill. I, I doubt very seriously if they do. But 
Maybe so. And that's not because he's a particularly great quarterback. He's very good. But changing gears sometimes can be a problem. That said, well, just a point worth talking about. We've got a caller on the line. Maybe it's Mr. Neal for you. Hello. How's it going, Tim? I just want to say, Tim, the Titans got 14 free points in that ball game. Well, sure. It always helps. Well, let's say middle middle handed Western Kentucky a whole bunch of points on Saturday as well. I agree, but I'm just saying when you get fourteen free when you're gonna win. So there's stuff about Dan Tanny he could have been sitting on the bench over out they get a one. So I don't believe it made no difference. I don't believe it. And they like like guys sit on here, they picked Adrian Pierce stuff from the old folks home, so I mean he's got what yard, whatever he got, so like I said he ain't do they ain't gonna do much, I don't think so. But they did win, I'll give him credit for that. But I wanted to ask you to go through that uh, that that list of state champions that you and I were talking okay, about what, Saturday. What I, what, what, this is the fall sports now. We ain't got the football yet. Okay, there are three three individual ones. Siegel, the cross country triple A Kira A's one last week Thursday. I think that's right. Thursday, Friday, Samantha Olowet from from Central Magnet won the AAA race. Girls, she's gonna sign with Ole Miss this week. She's already committed to them. Since you want the Ole Miss run over her. Okay? And then the third one was Caroline Pardue in PCA Golf. She won the individual over at, over at, uh, at uh, Sevier, won, won a seven-hole playoff. Okay, the team champion, PCA Golf, won the team Pardue and that Johnson, Isabel Johnson. Uh, the, I think the other, the other team ones, um, the team ones were Central Magnets. They won the AAA boys and girls cross-country team champions. And then runner-ups, you got the Central Magnet, the AA soccer, girls soccer, he's runner-up. Page and then Siegel, the boys cross country Siegel was runner up, and then in the state meet over at Hampshireville, they finished runner up to Harden Valley. They get the girl because I talked to her, the, the coach didn't think they're gonna finish probably fifth, they didn't think they'd do nothing, and they finished runner up over. So we, we're, not, we're not even to football yet, and all that stuff went on on the fall fourth so far. Pretty so impressive, yeah, I think not, so too. Not pretty impressive, very impressive, all right? That's why I wanted to go through it, uh, and I, I knew about three of them. And I didn't know the other the other two, and uh, I'm I'm delighted with the results so far. Yeah, it, it's been real good, and uh, you know, uh, and and, uh, and uh, you know, and like I say, you know, I, I wasn't too surprised with the results Friday night. Jeff, Jeff, Jim, would you comment on the unsportsmanlike conduct deception? Give us some comment. I, I thought the whole idea was the offense supposed to see the defense. That's the whole idea. It's supposed to see the defense to score some points. I thought that was the whole idea, but uh, you know, Rick Rice did agree with what they what they called there. I, I watched the end of that game coming home because the Oakland game was real early. You know, they they played one quarter and then Oakland tried to play, started playing and, and beat Warren County. You know, pretty good there Friday night, but uh, and everything. But that that was the weirdest call I I ever heard. They said it's a little used rule and everything, but uh, but but and also but uh, but and everything and uh, and all that. But just I just want y'all to kind of kind of call. I know y'all want to go through the high school playoffs and there's only three teams left and I don't know how surprised y'all are that I'm not too surprised myself but I'll just hang on listening. Thanks a lot guys. Thank you Jeff. I know, I know you want to take a break before we do that and we come no, back. No, we, no, go ahead. You, you well, don't run your mind. That's fine. All I can go on was and what Jeff was talking about was uh, on the two-point conversion which is um, a rather strange place for this to happen for one thing but it, it was and it was and I think uh, uh, Jeff Neal and myself and maybe others, you do, you don't hear the term deception used. No, yeah, I've never heard that used. Uh, offensive deception. I I don't know what that is exactly, but I do know this. Uh, according to the newspaper, uh, Coach Wright, who's a real gentleman at, at Rockville, an excellent coach, said that they'd made the right call. And uh, he hadn't seen it. In, he hadn't seen it called before, I believe he said, but they made the right call. Now, uh, okay, uh, you know, I just can go with that. I, I have to admit, I watched the game until it was twenty-one or whatever, and I didn't turn it on again until yep. I saw the final score much closer. So, share with me exactly what happened. Well, at the end they of the scored game. Uh, and 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 went for two, and to tie it, and it was just I think I think less than ten seconds left. Um, uh, no pressure on that play at all. None. <laughs> and uh, as I understand it, uh, he turned. He he got up under center and he turned his back to the uh, opposing team, Shelbyville, and screamed out, "What's the play? What's the play?" 
and he knowing all along what the play was. Sure, uh, evidently. But at any rate, I don't know if he. I, I don't know what he did wrong. I do not know, but whatever that was, it was called offensive. Uh, uh, what did I say? Uh, well, deception. he turned his back to the team, right? To Shelbyville. He right. surely turned around to take the snap. Well, I, I think that they threw flags at that point, uh, and they backed him up a fifteen-yard penalty. Wow! And, and and they backed him up out to the nineteen. I think is where it was, and really they still could have tied it. He threw a good pass, a little high. And and it, the, the receiver couldn't couldn't hold it, and that ended the ball game. Um, I will. I've got a good buddy of mine that is an official with mm. TWSWA. I wish wish I had known that. I, I saw him yesterday. I asked him that question. I will do so. I'll, I'll get him on the line here at the break, and we'll see if I can find out something on that. Well, very disappointing for Rockvale, of course. They're the first time they've ever been in the playoffs. Uh, they're on the road. They're uh, have, have won the I don't know seven games I guess um, and uh, j- just a really good year and, and and they did get behind it was sixteen nothing at half um, and they had done very little um, and you're right I guess it was it was twenty one nothing I guess and uh, but anyway that's that's well football. Let, let's say it this way there are some teams that will lose the last game of the year have already done so. And then go into the offseason with no momentum at all. Right. Uh, maybe even a downside, right? Right. Could, could we say that Rockville will go into the offseason with an uptick, even though they lost that ballgame Friday night? I would think so. And I, I, I think, really, to be fair, and I, I have to admit, hey, I've spent better part of my life in Rockville. <laughs> uh, and I uh, uh, am certainly for them. But uh, – if if not for injuries, which I don't think he Coach Rice has ever used as an excuse, if not for that, they've really been building momentum all along. Sure. And uh, and if hey to finish third in this region, yeah, is really good sure. for a third year team for sure. Let's take that break. As you mentioned, Jeff Jordan is here with me. Brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and uh, Lee Calvin for financial services. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Men's Health Month, so be sure to get all your levels tested with a comprehensive annual health assessment at Low T Center, where they exclusively specialize in men's health and wellness. Low T Center now offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for only $155 a month self-pay, or it's covered by most health insurance, and they ship directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com right now to book your appointment. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Make yourself look 10 years younger at McCabe Vision Center. Dr. Craig McCabe. Laser procedures that get rid of brown splotches and red marks on our face look 10 years younger at McCabe Vision Center. And even scar tissue removal and stretch mark improvement look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive, behind SunTrust Bank. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Thank you for listening to All Sports Talk. Jeff, we spent about as much time in the first segment of a loss to Western Kentucky that I really care to, to talk about because I do not like losing to Western. I don't like losing games at all. Seven turnovers, though, will doom any team for sure. Western's too good for that. But that said, I feel bad for our defense. They had a pretty good showing. 
uh, Western was always on a short field. And if you turned over, well, we turned over four times in one the week before with Southern Miss. That's living on the edge. I got a feeling that they're going to really talk about that this week about securing the ball. Because they got a shot to win the next two games, Jeff. Oh, Good sure. Shot. I um, I don't know of a year that I've seen so many teams, pro and college, turn the football over by interceptions like I have this year. And some of them just really stupid, just throwing the ball up before anybody can get it. Uh, we, we seem to have a a rash of that going on in football these days. I'm not I'm not sure how accurate that is, but uh, sure has been true of the Titans. I mean, they've well, got, the, they've yeah, got the last two weeks they've had quarterbacks. Dude, I mean, Jeff, those are Pop Warner games. Yeah, that, that that's the quarterbacks right. throw something like that, and it happened twice. I saw it once, and then I saw it again last night. Jeff, these are pro guys. They they know better. They just <laughs> they know better. That guy makes millions of dollars a year. He threw it right to him. <laughs> they just don't want to give up the safety, right? Which, if it's called intentional grounding, which both of those would have been in my mind, if they tightened and intercepted the ball, so that'd been safety anyway, right? Right. Take the safety, take the two points. But uh, yeah, you're right. Really bad plays on their heart, part, and, and yeah, there's been a bunch of them. We've seen many games, and I do mean many, where the team was ahead by three. And we're in bad trouble back there. And they just run out of the back of the end zone. Sure. They just take their safety intentionally. And um, But to just throw it up there, I don't want you to get two points. But I'll give you a shot at six if you want. <laughs> or you know, seven. Or seven. Yeah. Not, not a good idea. Not at all. Uh, Middle Tennessee takes on Florida International this week. Old Dominion next week. Both games at 2.30 in the afternoon. This Saturday looks like it's going to be clear. Pretty cool. I think 49 degrees is a high. If it, if the sun's out at all, which it looks like it will be, 49 in the sunshine is not really bad, Jeff. Not all. bad. You know, wear a light jacket and put your MTSU hat on, you'll be in good shape. Well, I'll be there for sure. Uh, I've learned this, Jeff, as a fan. There are ups and there are downs. And right now, losing to Western the way we did Saturday is about as down as I care to be anytime soon, especially with the news out of the – the conference thing, net yo-yoing up and down. Uh, no f- final news on the MAC at all yet, or Conference USA for that matter. So, kind of in limbo. I did hear one thing on on television, and and by the way, I'm sure everyone is very much aware of this. You can't believe everything you read and everything you hear on TV. That's right. And and but anyway, the announcers were talking about it, and they naturally, and they said that the MAC was recruiting MTSU and Western hard to get them to come in that's not true I mean, just, that, that, they, do they want them I, I don't I don't know I don't know why they wouldn't but they may not but I, I don't think there's a, a really trying difficult hard and sought them out to recruit them to come into their conference I don't think so I have no earthly idea uh, I don't uh, I do know this if I was in the Mac which is a very staid conference very solid conference, one that hasn't changed a lot. It's it's the one that survived most everything, right? Right. For sure. If I had a chance to get the Nashville market in my field of play, the way television runs things now, that's exactly what I'd want to do. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. You know, that's okay. So, uh, bring a little life. But we'll, we'll, we shall see how that works. Uh, tomorrow night, basketball right here on GNS, I'm sure. Five o'clock, the, the uh, men – Middle Tennessee will take on Brescia. And at 7.30, Lady Raiders, doubleheader Tuesday and Friday. We haven't had many of those. That's back. That goes back to the OVC days, doesn't it? I guess so, yeah. Sunbelt did that a little, didn't they? Yeah, Sunbelt did that. Some. We were, we were, well, we were trying to expand the market for both teams. And uh, if, you play, uh, if you play four nights, I guess it could be even more than that. But if you play four nights a week, it just puts a heavy load on people, I mean, uh, I mean, I love it. I l- really like to go. My wife really enjoys it, and uh, popcorn's good, and the basketball's <laughs> good, and see a lot of people I know, and it's a lot of fun. But I'm probably not going over there four nights a week or even three. Let's let's think about this because uh, we hadn't done it in a while. Five thirty till about nine thirty mm-hmm. at night. That's a that's a long time to be in the basketball arena too. Yeah, at least that long. At least that long. <laughs> yeah. Get there a little early. Uh, but it's a lot of fun if you like. Well, I look basketball. forward to the season. Uh, the men got a lot of work to get done. Uh, they're optimistic. They have been for the last several years. Oh, Jeff, I got to wait to see it. 
And it, I don't know that we're going to see a lot the first two or three games because the competition, I hope, is uh, overbanned. We shall see how that works itself out, though. Uh, both games tomorrow night, uh, the season kicks off. and looking forward to that. I look, I look forward to it as well. Chip Walters, I'm sure, will talk about that on the Blue Raider Report, which we'll have that here in just a minute. Blue Raider Insider Report on All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our cap to her. The wake-up brew. (laughs) Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Still quite a bit of radar down. 24 as you continue towards Manchester. So watch your speed. Still typical right now. 24 up by Sam Ridley Parkway. All the traffic coming in from Davidson County. Ripley's Aquarium. Sips and Sharks 21 plus edition coming up on the 14th. You still got time to check it out online at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's Commander Chuck and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costless. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615 615- 895931417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start out with Blue Raider football. No two ways about it. The Blue Raiders took one on the chin Saturday in Conference USA play, turning the ball over seven times in a 48-21 loss at Western Kentucky on Saturday at Houchins Industries' L.T. Smith Stadium. The Blue Raiders went into the game number one in the nation in turnover margin and had garnered 25 turnovers with their defense. And the Blue Raider offense had done a good job of taking care of the football. Well, the injury to Chase Cunningham and elevating Nick Vadiato, who started the year at the number four quarterback position into the game starter against your arch rival. Uh, it, it was it was a tough day for Vadiato early on, but uh, the thing that impressed me about him is that he kept fighting and got better as the day went on. He threw for 205 yards and two touchdowns in his very first start. Frank Pizant led the Blue Raiders on the ground, had 79 yards on 18 carries and a score. Middle Tennessee started hot, getting two first downs on their opening drive before 
before Vatty Auto hit DJ England Chisholm for the Blue Raiders' first score of the day. And after forcing the Hilltoppers off the field on downs early in the second quarter, Vatty Auto found his rhythm again after a spell from Mike Delello primarily running the ball. Vatty Auto hit the streaking Yusuf Ali in stride in the end zone to get the Blue Raiders back on the scoreboard with a 36-yard touchdown pass, cutting the Hilltopper lead to 21-14. But again, your final was 48-21. to The Blue Raiders had 349 total yards, held Western to 352. They'd been averaging 533 yards per game going into the matchup with Middle Tennessee. First downs were even. The Blue Raiders won the uh, time of possession. Defense played really well. Gave up a there was a pick six and two other turnovers that ended up inside the 15 yard line. Middle gave up 38 points on turnovers, and Western scored a total of third of 48 points. So Middle did not play all bad when you break it down and look at the different segments of the ball game. Here are the finals from Conference USA over the weekend. Uh, it was UAB over Louisiana Tech 52-38. North Texas wins at Southern Miss 38-14. Charlotte wins in overtime against Rice 31-24 in Charlotte. Uh, Marshall wins at FAU 28-13. That puts Marshall in control of the Eastern Division. They're tied now with Western Kentucky. Old Dominion uh, was a winner at FIU 47-24 and UTSA uh, in the showdown in the West was a winner over UTEP 44-23. Of course, this week, the Blue Raiders take on FIU. It is Salute to Veterans and Armed Forces Day. Kickoff is set for 2.30 at uh, Floyd Stadium. Also, Blue Raider men's and women's basketball open the season tomorrow night. It's a doubleheader, the only one on the schedule. Men play at 5 p.m. Central Time as they take on Brescia University from Owensboro, Kentucky. And then uh, the women play at uh, 7.30 or thereabouts. And they will be taking on East Carolina. So that will be a Conference USA American matchup in that nightcap. Again, the men at 5 the women at approximately 7.30. And again, fans, uh, you are in highly encouraged to wear masks into Murphy Center, but they are not required. But the bottom line is for both games, be loud, be proud, and be blue, of course. All right, be sure and join us for Rick Stocks to Live coming up at 6 o'clock tonight. I'll be talking with the head coach and hope you'll join us at the Boulevard at the corner of East Main and Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Talk to you then. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Services with Edward Jones. Jeff, I haven't had a chance to congratulate you and your Braves fans for winning the World Series on last Tuesday night. You weren't sure that was going to happen, I think. nobody You can't be sure of anything in the World Series for sure, but uh, they did it in stunning fashion. They really did. I, um, and and I, thought that, I thought the Braves had the better team. Um, I did too. Uh I thought they hit better, and I thought they were managed better, although Dusty Baker did a good job. He always does for Houston. Um, he, um, But I, I think he was out, out-managed, maybe, 
I'm not sure about that, but I think so. But it was very, very nice. And the first world championship, of course, the Braves were there many, many times and came away with one championship when they were really expected to win a lot more than that. Sure. And, and they've been criticized for not doing that. Um, but uh, but this time they, they 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 got there with only 88 wins in the season, in the regular season, which is not that many, frankly. Uh, but it was good enough to win their division, and uh, and they, they did what they had to do. They won their way through. Well, by golly, the October Classic did go into November, too, didn't it? It did. Which is uh, a stretch, for sure. Uh, Jeff, let's talk high school football. Okay. I think that's on lots of people's minds. Let's do that. As, as Jeff mentioned, there's three teams remaining. Middle Tennessee Christian School in Division Two A had a bye last week for being the number one seed. Jeff, that, that's, that's pretty hefty stuff that gives them a chance to – to get to the Blue Cross Bowl, doesn't it? And, you know, and they, uh, perhaps a few people that are dinged and bruised can spend the week and can get it healed up a little bit and they get a day or two off. Uh, you want the scores from last week? Well, yeah. sure. Might as well. uh, Oakland now 11 0, beat Warren County 49 uh, nothing. Warren County's last year's great success. They came crashing back down to earth this week. Riverdale uh, now 10 1. They beat Coffee County 22 7, and it was a struggle all the way. Uh, Rockvale, 7-4 now, lost to Shelbyville, uh, 23-21. Stewart's Creek, uh, in absolute injury-filled Stewart's Creek, 5-4. They lost to Lebanon, 42-7. Smyrna, 7-3, and, and I was really surprised uh, that, that, the, that they lost to Gallatin, although there's no shame in that whatsoever. Gallatin, the storied program. But anyway, program the score was 24-7. Dresden beat 5-6 uh, Eagleville, 41-7. Not, no real surprise there either. Dresden won their district, and I think they're eight and three now, or eight and yeah, eight and three. I believe that's right. Um, I don't know if there are any real shocking surprises in in that. Um, but anyway, those are your scores from last week, which sets up the games from this week. Then we're down to three schools, as we mentioned already. All games played local time. Uh, Riverdale, Oakland. Set to do battle, expected to win, and expected to be playing the next week. Middle Tennessee Christian School will uh, will host Trinity Christian, and you mentioned that already. They got to buy the first week. Uh, Shelbyville goes to Oakland. Riverdale goes to Lebanon, and um, that's on WGNs. And they MTSU plays that night, so the football game will be streamed on WGNs Radio on Friday night. That's my understanding. So. Uh, and I'll, I'll comment on the Riverdale-Lebanon game. Um, um, Riverdale better play well, and they sure. better not look ahead to the following week when they're expected to play Oakland. I don't know whether they will or not, but they, I'm just saying that they better not be looking ahead, and they better they better bring their A game to beat Lebanon. They are pretty good. Well, that's a district, a region, I should say, that's always played well. Mount Juliet was expected to be the powerhouse over there, Jeff. They ended up uh, – not doing very well at all, especially the last half of the season. Other teams that are in it, um, uh, Farragut, they're, they play about every year. They're at Bradley Central, West Ridge at Maryville, uh, Gallatin's at Hendersonville. That'll be a war, won't it? Clarksville at Beach, Brentwood at Summit, another really good football game, Ravenwood at Collierville. And I can just re- remember looking down this list here, so many of these teams – are in the final four just about every year, every other year. And you remember Collierville was there, Gallatin, of course, Maryville, Bradley Central, Farragut, Hendersonville. Yeah, very few names that we haven't heard yeah, about. Uh, uh, you know, all those teams are there. Um, Maryville, Collierville, Summit, and Oakland are all unbeaten. Farragut, uh, Jeff, uh, you, do you happen to know the score of that game? No. I, I do. Uh, they beat Science Hill 57-56 in two overtimes. You think them, the people got them, their money's worth? Had them all the way. Um, and do you, do you expect <laughs> if you're a – a playoff team and get beat that way in a playoff, lose a game that way, you just you, you are hard to get on the bus, isn't it? I would think so. Yeah, that would that would be tough. Uh, did that go into overtime? That two overtimes. Like a, two overtimes. So it can't sound like an overtime game. Um, that's a lot of points, isn't it? It's a lot of points. One hundred thirteen. I, I imagine the fans were were yes. I imagine they got their money's worth, which was your original question. Yes. Are you in the camp that you said Riverdale better play well? I think they will. I do think Riverdale and Oakland are going to play each other, but uh, you're right. Uh, they, they have less room for error, I would think, than Oakland does. Well, I was going really by the fact that you're in Lebanon and nothing good hardly ever happens to you in Lebanon. You may win, but, you know, nothing good happens to you over there most of the time. 
Um, and Lebanon, I believe, is 10 and 1. Uh, I believe that's right. Um, and Riverdale's the same. Um, you're on the road. There's always a chance you, you might look ahead. And that's uh, that's yeah, that's uh, deadly. Th- th- yeah, that, 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 <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I don't either. But it, it won't happen with the coaching staff. I can guarantee you that. Um, but uh, it, it seems that the, that that does happen on occasion. But I, I doubt if it will this time. So we shall see. Defense. That's Riverdale's game right now. Yeah, it is. And uh, if you're going to have a game this time of year, that's the one to have, isn't it? Well, yes, uh, and they you need both. Uh, I, I don't know when they when they scored. I, I was I believe they, I think that the Riverdale game this past weekend was seven seven late in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I don't believe you can afford a, a a touchdown in three quarters against Lebanon. I believe you'll be behind if you do that. But as you said, I mean Riverdale's had five or six shutouts this year. I mean they can play. The uh, teams advance headed on toward the uh, first weekend in December in Chattanooga. The Blue Cross Bowl changes this year. Your thoughts about that, Jeff? Well, they're, go- they're going to be on a good field, a sure. good stadium for sure. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been down there in years. I, I, I don't know anything about the parking situation or, or any of that. Uh, but they have a two-year contract, and Chattanooga's <laughs> going to get a chance to host. And I'm certainly glad they moved out of Cookville, which was always ridiculous and uh, that never should have been there. But anyway, I, I hope Chattanooga can do a good job. I believe they will. Uh, I was there two weeks ago visiting my granddaughter, who's a student now at University of Tennessee Chattanooga. So we had a chance to go downtown. Chattanooga is a really neat city. It's it's changed a lot since the last 20 years. It's been 20 years, I guess, since I've been there. Well, there's a lot to do in Chattanooga. I think people enjoy that. Well, these teams that we that we just read about here, there's not much more of a drive to Chattanooga than there was to Cookville from, mm. from the large majority of them. Collierville uh, certainly will have a long way to go. But uh, well, let's face it, Jeff. If you're in Elizabethan or you're in Memphis, you got a long way to drive in Tennessee right. to play a championship game no matter where it happens. That's to be. exactly just, you know, Once you get on, what's another 25 miles amongst friends, right? Well, <laughs> or 50 or 100. That's correct. You're right. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, the interstate goes there, so I guess we can get there. <laughs> what you pick up and do. Uh, the neat thing right now, Jeff, is it almost feels like we're at normal situations. People can go into the stadiums. There's no mask police walking around to take care of all that kind of stuff. Players don't have to pull that stuff up. And we've had very few issues now with teams having to give up the ghost to COVID. I hope we've got this thing beat for a second time. I hope so, too. Uh, I, I, it would be a – well, I don't know. I guess we'll call it a disaster. If somebody can't play their game in the, in the playoffs, highly unfortunate. Let's yeah. See. Okay. We'll go with highly unfortunate. I, I hope that doesn't happen to anybody because these kids deserve a chance to play. A lot of them were robbed of that last year. Uh, the whole city of Memphis was robbed of that last year. Uh, it, it, you know, and Metro was robbed of that last year. So maybe we'll get everything in. Everything's going to be okay. Maybe so. We'll just see. Uh, the, the, the question on people's minds is. Oakland wins, plays Riverdale. Oakland wins, plays Maryville. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Or Riverdale wins, plays Maryville. Yeah. Maryville's going to be there. They've, uh, how many years has it been, Jeff? I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Eight or nine. And this it? year the trip goes to East Tennessee, right? Right. you got to go up there. Right. All right. Well, first things first, round two of the playoffs. Good luck to all three teams. And uh, as Jeff Neal mentioned, congratulations to all these winners that he mentioned in the first half of the show. Uh, golf, cross country, done extremely well. And I'm I'm afraid too, and I, uh, that a lot of times, as as my friend and the, the late Carl Buckner used to say, a minor sport is whatever my child does, uh, whatever my <laughs> child, you know, <laughs> whatever. Sure. Maybe, anyway, uh, I think it's just as important, and I think I know you're going to agree with this. It's it's just as important on the school board, whatever you happen to be doing in Rutherford County Schools doesn't really make any difference, Correct. or where you're doing it. You know, they're going to support you as best they can. Um, and I, I realize that the, the, the quarterback at, at Smyrna is going to get a lot of publicity. I understand that. But really, on paper, no more important than the, than the freshman golfer at, at Laverne or Eagleville. Or let's, the, let's talk about the freshman swimmer. Is it Siegel? How's that? Okay. Be my granddaughter. Okay. Well, she's very important. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we need to get her, her own private oh my gracious her own private pool that's what we'll do all right let's take a break when we come back we'll finish things up on all sports talk Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn, pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Good afternoon, still quite a bit of radar down 24 as you continue towards Manchester. So watch your speed. Still typical right now, 24 up by Sam Ridley Parkway. All the traffic coming in from Davidson County. Ripley's Aquarium, Sips and Sharks, 21 plus edition coming up on the 14th. You still got time to check it out online at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Join the team at Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. First Bank is a proud sponsor of this segment of All Sports Talk. They have bank services across the state of Tennessee, certainly here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County and neighboring counties as well. First Bank, where you'll always be smiled at and served with a great efficiency. Jeff, uh, let's talk Titans just a bit. I mentioned the, in the very opening of the show that Derrick Henry out didn't seem to phase him a lot. Uh, they, they got some fortunate plays, but they let's, let's give them credit. They made them themselves. Uh, win the football game. They've won four straight, Jeff, against teams that I think anybody, most anybody who said they could have lost any of those four games or maybe all four didn't expect that to happen, but uh, they've been very impressive. <laughs> I, I agree 100%. Uh, that, and it was good to see uh, when they're now calling him KB, right? Um, <laughs> Byard. Yeah. Um, Kevin Byard. Uh, he, not only did he intercept a yet another pass, but uh, he he returned it for – it was a pick six, and uh, it turned out to be very, very important. But um, it was great to see an MTSU graduate do so well and be so – well spoken. He is. So he's very Well, he's a he's a he's a face of the Tennessee Titans defense right now. He really is. He's a very intelligent guy. Uh, I, I think, and and I also think that he's he may have have actually slowed down just a little bit, uh, which is that would it would be time for him to start doing that maybe, but he's gained a, a, a more awareness on the field where he is, uh, and he's he's playing very very well. Uh, he's in on a lot of plays. But at any rate, yeah, they won and um, did it without Henry. And Peterson came in, and he didn't. He got a few carries, eight or ten carries, I think. And, but he didn't get many yards. But, it, it, you know, and he, he's got something left, I think. We'll see. I have to plead guilty to what I'm about to say. Kevin Byard was very underappreciated here at Mid- Middle Tennessee. Maybe so. Even even though we didn't he, know what we had, did we? Even though he was our uh, interception leader for a sure. his career, sure. Uh, and, and he got his. I think it was nineteen. What he had uh, and, and, a ton of them. Yeah, and he had the last one uh, uh, out here. And uh, gosh, the guy threw it right to him, so nobody really thought too much about it. But that's he. He's he's a player. He's he he makes a tremendous effort, and he must study film all week long, because he knows what he's doing. As you mentioned uh, off air before we came back here, it's hard to figure sports out sometimes. You know, about the time you got it all figured out. Now the Titans lost to the Jets. There's no way that should have happened. First two or three games, it didn't look very impressive. We got drilled by Arizona first game. Turns out Arizona may be the best team in the league. But the Titans are rolling right now. Is, is it? Do fans have to be careful not to get too? Excited yet? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, there's there's so much could be said, you know, and with with what you just said. First of all, 
uh, and I, I I stole this off of, off of television, so you know take it for what it's worth. But that the the the, the last five games that the Titans have played, and I think they won them all, was was the toughest five game schedule that any team had in the league all year. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they won all five of them. Well, now now they're seven two, so they and there's seventeen games this year, so they've got eight left, and the next eight they have the easiest schedule of anybody in the league. And it starts with New Orleans next week. Haven't played Houston yet. I think that's the following week. I'm not sure about that, but I'm pretty sure. Jacksonville's got to come in there. Once yeah, again. The do. mighty Jacksonville team beat Buffalo, however. I know. And and and, and also, I'm going to tell you what. I wish people. I wish I'd told people to do this. I really do because there's a lesson here. And I I do not gamble on sports at all. Nothing ever. Have it for years and years. There's places out there to give you money to, to, to go. Just give you money, Jim. Yes, just and give it away. It's a sucker trap. Yes, it That's is. That's exactly what it is. But if you'd gone back. If they'd back, like to sponsor this show, they'd be fine. <laughs> if you'd gone back last Friday and taken the points, given the points, picked your team, even up, whatever you wanted to do, and bet last Sunday on the games, okay, and the pro football, mm-hmm. all right, I'm almost certain you would have lost a fortune. Trying to say there's some surprises. I mean, Denver pounded Dallas. It wasn't even a game. Well, let's let's. The Giants won. The Giants. They can't beat anybody. They Did the Washington football team win. <laughs> Ouch! I don't know. <laughs> Surely it was our bye week. I don't. I don't know. Uh, the Bears are playing tonight. I think Bears and Steelers. I think they're playing tonight. So I guess I'm telling you not to gamble. But what I'm really telling you is it's been a strange, strange year. And Jacksonville winning, it, it, two things happened in that ballgame that was really, really strange. The score, first of all, 9-6. to six. Boy, what a thrilling game that was. 9-6, to six, okay? And the second thing that happened was that the, the crazy coach, Meyer, actually smiled when the game was over. It's the first time he smiled since about July, I think. <laughs> I mean, he's created so many problems for himself, and his team is so awful. But he smiled when he when he left the field, and I, you know, he's not going to win many more. But he won that one, so that's good. Of all the shocking things that took place in football this weekend, though, however, I think I'm no more shocked than when I flipped the channel just to check the score of the South Carolina Florida game mm. and see South Carolina up 33 to seven. Yeah, and it turned out to be 40 to seven before I changed it again. My gosh. So we're saying we could give Florida in 30 and you still lost the bet? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and Florida was favored, I, I'm sure, by a couple of touchdowns. Had to be. I guess so. I don't know. Uh, I would say that guy's going to lose his job, by the way. Well, he's in trouble. That you, if, he, if he hangs in, it's going to be – it's going to be dicey. I don't wish that on anybody. But I would say this, that, that we have gotten to that point in the SEC. Okay? Now, we've got some exceptions. Obviously, Alabama's an exception. Okay, and obviously Vanderbilt's an an exception because we all know Vanderbilt's going to win two or three games, and that's it. Everybody knows that. Not conference games, though. No, 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 no conference (laughs) games, although it came close. But anyway, but the the rest of them are on the hot seat every year. I mean, maybe you go one year. Go back two years ago when Arkansas was horrible. Tennessee was horrible. Arkansas is really pretty good right now. But who's taking their place? Florida. Yeah. So, Jeff, somebody's got to – if somebody's winning on the top part, somebody's got to be losing on the bottom. And there's very few teams – Vanderbilt being the exception, I guess, where people kind of expect it and will accept it. But they're not going to accept it at Florida or Arkansas or Tennessee or certainly – by golly, Alabama's only lost one game, but people talking like the roof's falling in because they're playing – people are playing them close. LSU had a chance to beat them, Jeff. Yeah, sure they did. And I, I think – I think I have to be really careful what I say because I don't want people to mis- misunderstand. But the way I have seen Alabama play all year and the way I have seen Georgia play all year, if if that continues into the championship game and they're both are there, Georgia will beat them. Now, Alabama can right certainly – Right now today, if they played tomorrow, wouldn't Georgia be a six, seven-point favorite? Yes. I don't know how that much, but yes. Oh, no. They'd be a favorite for sure. And we're going to call Atlanta a neutral field, but uh, okay. It's in Georgia, after Well, all. it is in Georgia, but Tuscaloosa is not that far behind. And uh, I say Tuscaloosa. Alabama fans are everywhere, Jeff. It, they, they, they all don't abide or, or live in Tuscaloosa. That would be, sh- be sure. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, it, it could be interesting to see how that all turns out. I had something else on my mind now. I just went, oh, how about them Clemson Tigers? Speaking of teams, LSU, what, three years removed from a national championship and their coach gets fired. Right, right. So it's Cle- what – Clemson's headed to a bowl somewhere. Somebody is on the rise, which means somebody has got to be declining. And very few places are going to accept that in the SEC for sure. And I, I, want, to, I want to – as long as I'm – Stepping out and sawing off the limbs behind me. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say this too. I, I am really glad to see. I was delighted to see UT beat Kentucky. I really was. That was a big ball game for the UT coaching staff. Crazy to give up 600 yards and 44 minutes of uh, whatever I, I and agree. win. It's, As a fellow coach of mine often says, winning erases everything. Sure it does. And and it, it erased the. How many yards they gave well, up? Tell me about the stat. Tell me about the uh, final score. That's exactly correct. And and I'm 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 hoping that UT can continue this and and continue the improvement. But couldn't we just be maybe a little bit of humility might show through? I mean, we've had how many years of just bad Mediocre stuff or, or yeah, and, unacceptable. You know, and we and we're not. We're not. We haven't. We haven't reached the anywhere near the top of the mountain. Guess what? In Butch Jones' first year, which was two two coaches back, then they go to a nice bowl game. They did. We're about eight and four, something like that. Yeah. And then on the rise, everything's good. And, and by the way, speaking of stats, did I just not hear Chip Walter say in the forty-eight to twenty-one loss on Saturday, Middle Tennessee had more yards than Western Kentucky? I think he did say that. Yeah, I, I did not know that, and so I uh, I don't know, but. Yeah, we we did have some serious yardage. We surely well, the did. one thing I do know about Rick Stockle, and we'll close on this note or something close to that. Uh, when I see him get irate on the sideline, it is almost always about turnovers. If you want one thing that will get his dander fur flying, it is turnovers. And I'm satisfied he had a hard time riding riding on the bus coming back. He must have been mad for the entire time. Then. Seven turnovers. That's a bunch. And to to his credit, he said. That, this freshman guy was thrown into a bad situation. I'm for him. He got to be for him, Jeff. He, sure, he needs him this Saturday. Sure, against a lesser team than Western Kentucky at home, and if he comes in and plays reasonably well, Middle Tennessee wins. I agree. And the next week, the same way. I reasonably agree again. Well. We're going to win them both. Just don't do what Stafford did last night, or what? Uh, the, who's the guy the weekend before the, the Titans throwing the ball? Wentz. Wentz. Yeah. Dumb plays in football. Don't do that. No, just. Throw that thing 40 yards in the third row. That's what you do. <laughs> or at the feet of somebody. And don't fumble. <laughs> and don't fumble. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rick Stocks to Live is up next. And uh, Middle Tennessee basketball will be on the air tomorrow at this time. So, uh, no All Sports Talk. Monty will be back in Wednesday to give you all the scores and the highlights of all those games. Thanks for listening. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.